Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through his special servant. And now, today's message. God richly bless all of you who constantly are working very hard to ensure that we have wonderful services the media team, the sanitation team, the instrumentalists, the uh, singers, every one of you. God richly, richly bless you. Hallelujah. Uh, come on, let's celebrate one another. Now, if you know you have not done anything for the service, clap harder for those who have done something. <laughs> amen, amen. We give God all the praise. You know, uh, we have family, and in every family, you realize that everybody must do something to ensure that we have a good time as a family. Praise the Lord. In some families, all that some people know is trouble causing day, and they say, Oh, yeah, I'm a They come and cause trouble and say, hey, If you are dead, the house will be too quiet. <laughs> Amen. And if you are not dead, the house will be too quiet. Praise God forevermore. But we give God praise for everybody's life over here. And I know that God has brought you here for a blessing. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. You know, when we're singing about the money, I was telling you that some people, they like money, Papa. They like money. I, I, know, I know somebody. The person may be here or may not be here. Uh, I've given the person many, many prophecies. Ah, but one day I gave the person prophecy that you're going to receive free money this week. And the money didn't come. But the money didn't come. <laughs> But all the other prophecies, she never came to ask me anything about it. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. May God give you overflowing money in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, hallelujah. But if I've told you money is coming to you, money will surely come. There was one dear lady at Fadama, and I, the Lord ministered to me. I think I don't know, I think it was one miracle service. And I think even that one was a general prophecy. And I said, ah, tomorrow by this time, by 12 p.m. or yeah, 12 noon some money will locate you the person said, child she lives into it, connected to it she was waiting at uh, 10 no money has come 11, no money has come, 12, she said, still I believe 6, she said, still I believe you know what happened, the money came the next day, hallelujah amen, amen, she came back to testify glory to Jesus Christ sometimes some timings can change in the spirit but if God has spoken a word, it will surely stand. It will surely stand. So if you have a prophecy hanging over your life, that prophecy will come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, one of the things I just want to encourage you on is as a child of God, if you want to do very well as a Christian, you should desire for the word of God. You should have a strong hunger for the word of God. We come to church for many things. Many people come for different reasons. Some because they are they know oh, I want to receive a prophecy. Some I want to receive an anointing. Some I want to see some deliverance. Some I want to they want 
So many people come to church for many things. So some people come because they are waiting for some strange thing. So the man of God will take water and then everybody should drink water. It's miracle water. And people come for different things. But see, if you are going to grow up solidly as a Christian, so that you will not be following Christ like you are following a fetish priest or a shrine, which is just about your personal needs. But you come to the house of God because you have a relationship with God. You should desire the word of God. You should desire the word of God. In the scriptures, the Holy Spirit is sometimes uh, uh, typified as water. So sometimes the Holy Spirit also comes as a manifestation of water or some rains. But the word of God is also uh, symbolized by water. You study from the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. The Bible says that we are washed by the word, washing of water by the word. So the word of God comes to wash us. So the word of God is like water. Now, the anointing when it comes upon your life is like rain. It's like rain. So you come to the presence of God and then all of a sudden the atmosphere becomes charged and the power of God starts falling. That's when you realize that some of us start shaking. Some of us feel some strange sensation in our, our abdomen. Some of us feel our hands vibrating. Some of us begin to shed tears. Uh, and some of us fall under the power. Some of us are screaming and shouting. They are all manifestations of the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming down in an atmosphere. So in that space or in that time, we call it the infilling of the spirits. You are filled with the Holy Ghost and it produces a certain manifestation. But can I ask you a question over here? Is it raining every day? Is it raining every day? You see, it is not raining every day. So even though the anointing is a very powerful element to connect yourself to, the anointing it should not be your one and only thing that you are connecting to as the rains and as the waters that water and refresh your life. What you can constantly depend on is the water of the word of God. The water of the word of God is like water that is on the water bed. Now, when you dig down into the earth, you go beyond the, the soft soil that you see. You go and you go and meet clay. When you keep digging, you go beyond that clay and there will be other, an, another level of sedimentation. Some mixed with rocks, some mixed with sand and other parts. You keep digging, it will keep taking you until you get to a place where you have solid matter known as the bedrock. When you go beyond the bedrock, it means that you are going into magma. Uh, that is liquid fire. And it's out of that liquid fire that all stones and all rocks are formed. But before you get to that bedrock, there is a certain layer of water over there, which is constantly there, whether there is rain or shine. Whether it is raining throughout the year or there's no rain throughout the year, that water bed is always there. That is the that is the, uh, the principle behind drilling a borehole. You see, when you are drilling a borehole, you keep drilling, drilling, drilling deep into the ground because they know that there is a water that is over there which is constantly there. If you can drill hard enough, if you can go deep enough, you get to that water. And when you get to that water, forget about Ghana Water Company of Ghana. You always have water flowing, water flowing. That is how the word of God is like. So if your life is connected constantly to the word of God, you don't need an atmosphere. Every moment in time that power can be upon your life to, pro to uh, produce signs, wonders and miracles in your life. So today, my first point today is to encourage you to seek for the word. 
the word. Wise people are seekers of the word. The Bible tells us that wise men came to seek Jesus. Jesus was the word of God become flesh. They came looking for Jesus. So they were seeking for the word. It is wisdom to seek for the word. When you go for the word, you have it made. I'm telling you, you have it made. You have it made. Yes, connecting to an anointing, somebody laying hands on you, a prophecy in your life. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. But never make it as though that is the only reason you go to a place. If you are going to a place where you want substance, many people, when they hear, oh, a prophet is in town, you realize that, oh, everybody's trooping over there. Everybody's trooping over there. But they don't know that they are going to receive only what is like the rain. But when you go to a place where you are being taught the word of God, you are connecting yourself to a constant supply, a constant supply, a constant supply. So go for the word. Tell somebody beside you, go for the word. Praise God forevermore. Last week, I started sharing with you on a very important subject, which uh, I titled Growing in Grace to Possess Your Possessions. Growing in grace to possess your possessions. And I started sharing with you about the fact that every Christian has been called to receive possessions from the Lord. But in Obadiah chapter 1, verse 17, the Bible tells us about the various phases that you have to go through before you can access your possession. Many Christians become born again, and all they are looking for is that, oh God, my possessions, oh God, my miracle, oh God, my money, oh God, my this, oh God, my that. God does not have a problem with blessing his children, but he has laid it in a procedure that if you can go through that procedure, you can constantly be connected to his supply source. In Obadiah chapter 1 verse 17, the Bible says, but upon Mount Zion, there shall be what? Deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall what? Possess their possessions. So on Mount Zion, you come to Mount Zion when you are born again. So that is salvation. And he said that when you are saved, you must go through the deliverance. Why? Because every human being that is on the earth is under the force of darkness, is under the powers of Satan. All the problems that we are going through are as a result of the influence of the kingdom of darkness where Satan is the overlord. Satan is the overlord and he controls the systems of this world. All the struggles we are going through in terms of our behavior as human beings, in terms of the corruption in our leadership systems, in terms of the murder, the broken hearts, the sicknesses and the diseases, the environmental conditions, geological and geographical disasters that are taking place. All of these are as a result of the operations of a wicked being called Satan. And he has set a system in the earth. Now the Bible says, when a man becomes born again, that person is translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his days. And Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. So there's a translation. Translation means that you are moved. It means that you are changing position. So there's a transposition from where you are under the influence of the kingdom of darkness. And you are moved into another kingdom. That is deliverance. Now, the vitality of it may differ from person to person. Somebody may become born again today, and instantly you see that, oh, because of the power that was available during the time of the person's salvation, uh, the person also undergoes instant deliverance. But many Christians have to go through a process where they have to be prayed for. So sometimes you realize that you come from a family where there is a demonic oppression that fights against families or that fights against the health of people or that fights against uh, the, the, the mind of people. 
people. So you realize that there are sometimes there are diseases and patterns of the bloodline. So when you come to Christ, these things can even fight you from possessing your possession. So that is why we do uh, services like miracle service, so that we can get time to deal with some of those things. So if you don't come for miracle service, it means that uh, you are you are you are putting some things, you are risking something. You are risking something. Are you understanding me? Because a miracle service that, for example, you see what I'm doing now? I'm teaching. So we do a Tuesday teaching service. The focus of this meeting is mainly teaching. Of course, teaching has its way of bringing deliverance. But a miracle service, we focus specifically on uh, ministering to people prophetically, praying for situations, specific situations. So I pray for more people doing miracle service than any other service. I minister to people one-on-one. I make myself available even after service. So if you have an issue, you want us to go into the spirit realm so that we can uh, engage and know what to do. Miracle service. Why? Because the upper there shall be deliverance. So we engage in that area. And then we said beyond that, there is also sanctification, holiness. Holiness. And that is why sometimes we miss it because, hey, the flesh is sweet. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. It is very easy to fall into a lifestyle of sin. Now, I'm not saying that you may not make a mistake occasionally. But then, when you make it a habit of wanting and continually operating in that realm, you are not walking at the sanctified life that God has given to you. So, the sanctification, where we make sure our garments are white, even as our head is not lacking anointing. And he said that, after that, what happens? The house of Jacob shall possess a possession. So, as you go through this process, you are going towards receiving what God has purposed for you. This was the problem with the children of Israel. Did you realize that God told them through Moses that I have prepared a land that is full with milk and honey for you. That is their possession. That was the promise of God to them. So in the mind of God, he wanted to bring them to a land where they are enjoying. God wants you to prosper. Put your right hand on top of your head and say that God wants me to prosper. Many people don't believe this. Many of God's children think that, oh, God wants them to suffer. Many of them think that, oh, if, if, if God wants them, maybe after they have struggled and they, or even some even believe that God created some people to be poor. So when people are rich, it means that God made them to be rich. And then as for me, I'm part of the poor class. Continue. Hallelujah. You shouldn't think that way as a child of God. Jesus died for you for a reason. He died for you for a reason. To translate you from the influence of darkness into the place of light. Into the place where Jesus has made everything available for you. So, God tells the Israelites that I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. A land whose fields are watered not by waters that are generated from your hands or your feet. Because they were working very hard in Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world. Them coming out of Egypt is a type of salvation. It's just a picture of how God delivered us. Like I said, Mount Zion is also a type of salvation. And then they had to go through the wilderness. Within the wilderness, God delivered them delivered them from various works of the enemy and he expected them to live a life that, uh, according to the law that he had given to them. When they did not live in accordance with what God had told them, what happened? They always fell in trouble. And so the delivery of what God has purposed for them ended up delaying. So they were supposed to embark on a journey that would easily have taken 40 days. But because of disobedience and unbelief, the Bible tells us that they were in the wilderness for 40 good years. I 
an entire generation was swept away. He did not possess the possessions because sanctification was not fulfilled. Sanctification was not fulfilled. When we are saying that we should live the right life, we should live, uh, follow, uh, allow God to help us to live rightly. It is not. It is not punishment. It's not punishment. It's actually showing us how we can receive our possession. You see, Christianity has more to offer than whatever anything that we can we can ever imagine. It has more to give us than what it takes away from us. In fact, what Christianity takes away from us is sin and the consequences of sin. Yeah, that's what Christianity does. So if you come to Christ and Christ says that, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't be a womanizer. Don't be a manizer. I have to balance it over here. Glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. The men, they've been cheating us all the time. They are always accusing us. But there's a woman who womanizers. Ah, they, they, they juggle the men like something. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But the Lord says that if you're a manizer over here from today, if you want to marry just man, don't add Isa. Are you understanding me? <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. So get one man and then stay with that man. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Don't go something. You are not called to be a tester or a tester. Glory to Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> amen and amen. So Christ will tell us that we should live righteously. Amen. Let me go back to my prophet before somebody jumps at me over there. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So, Christianity takes these things from us because they come with consequences. They come with problems in our lives and then offers us a lot. In Romans chapter 9 verse 4, we I just want to outline a few things that Christianity offers to the children of God. And this one I'm giving to everybody to go and study it yourself as an assignment. Okay, when you come to teaching service, be ready to take assignments home. Is that a good thing? So in Romans chapter 9 verse 4, the Bible tells us about some of the things that God gave to the children of Israel. These things also apply to us as the children of God. Number one, it says, oh, who are the Israelites? To whom pertained, number one, the adoption. So one of the things that Christianity offers is adoption. Adoption. God receives us into his family. Uh, glory to Jesus Christ. Now, we are not just uh, members of our earth, the family of our earthly parents, but now we are members of God's family. We were once not a people. Now he has made us to be a people. We are now the family of God. We belong to the household of God. So he adopts us. Number two, the glory. So go and study what adoption is. In Christianity, what does it mean to be adopted? You understand me? Amen. Are you getting me? If you don't understand these things, you will not enjoy your Christianity. And it will be like a, 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 sometimes a futile journey of trying to chase for a miracle. But Christianity is not about chasing for a miracle. It will amaze you. But it will amaze you. But many of the reasons that we come to church is actually not the real reason for Christianity. If you don't understand this, you realize that every time you are coming to church, it's because you are looking for a certain breakthrough. But breakthrough is like less, it's about less than 1% of the entire Christianity. Breakthrough, healing, open doors. It is at 1% of our Christianity. So, if we are chasing 1% of our Christianity, where the other 99%, what happened? Are we together over here? Are we together over here? Yeah. And many Christians are going that way. 
Sometimes you go to, you see some of the uh, churches on TV and there are masses and masses of people. And many of them are not looking for a relationship with God. They are looking for glory for their home. Or they are looking for somebody to marry. Or they are looking for something or one thing or the other. No, it is a blessing that comes with God. But God wants us to expand. Expand and get into the depth of what Christianity is about. So if I tell you go and study about adoption, go and study. You will find some things. So let give me back the scripture, please. So unto him pertained the adoption and the glory. The glory. What has it been? What is the glory? So I was like, the glory is coming down, and you are jumping. Did this, what, what, did, what came on for you? Did this any glory? <laughs> and if it came, will you know that this is glory? Not to say it didn't come on, because it came. But did you realize that it was glory? Because you don't know what the glory is. So he gave us the glory, and then the covenants. Now, in the Bible, there are many covenants in the Bible. There's the Abraham, Abrahamic covenant, there's the Mosaic covenant, there's the Davidic covenant. There are many covenants. And then there's the New Testament or the New Covenant in Christ. Which covenant are you a part of? New Testament? Are you sure? <laughs> go and study about it. Amen. Because when you go and study about it, so what's the covenant? Which covenant are we part of? And even let's say you are we are part of the New Testament or the New Covenant. What is the New Covenant? And what are the terms and the dictates of that covenant? Are you really fulfilling your part? Are we understanding? So, so in your in your life, every day as you are living, you are saying you go and write oh, what's relating you to Christianity. Are you sure you are living a Christian life? Are you sure you are living a Christian life? Or you are assuming that because you wear nice church dress, then you come and then you come and do You need to understand there's more. Tell us how there's more. Are we together? Am I letting you think? Uh, Rabbi Zacharias, uh, Blessed Memory, uh, has a podcast, Let My People Think. That's my book, and he goes into the word of God, breaks down some things, and you realize that Christianity, even though we say faith is sometimes unreasonable, he gives us some reasonable aspect of faith that lets us know that everything that we are doing is part of a divine schedule. God is up to something. Glory to Jesus. So the covenant, and then the law, the giving of the law to the Israelites, that was the law. So as we have the word and we have the love of God shed abroad in our hearts. Praise God. About that, love is a fulfillment, is a fulfillment of the law. So he has put his love in our hearts. And then the service of God, to serve God, is actually a blessing that God gives to us. And then he talked about the promises, which has been the subject of our meditation and discussion this month. The promises of God. When you look through the New Testament, uh, the promises of God are sometimes known as inheritance of the children of God or the possession of the children of God. There are things that God has made available available to us as his children. That's why it's not that the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. The house of Jacob shall possess his possession. So there are things that God has made available to us. Those are the promises of God. They are also the inheritance of the children of God. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. 
Paul was writing to the church. He was giving his fair. It is not writing to the church. He was speaking to them. It was a message. He was sharing with them. And he was sharing his last few words before he would be arrested and sent to Rome. And so he tells them now, brethren, I commend you to God. In other words, I commit you into the hands of God and to the word of his grace. And that word, he said, is able to what? Build you up and give you an inheritance amongst all them that are sanctified. So it means that all those who are sanctified, there is an inheritance for them. But those who receive that inheritance are those who are committed to God and to the word of God's grace. There is an inheritance for the child of God. And that inheritance is accessible by the grace of God. The Bible says, by grace are you saved. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and the verse number 8. He said, by grace are you saved. It is not works lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. So everything that great uh, salvation offers is accessible by faith. That means that the possessions shall possess their possessions is also accessible accessible by faith. There are over 3,000 promises in the scriptures for every single believer. It's not all of us together. Each of us, there's uh, over 3,000. Oh my God. 3,000 promises of our lives. 3,000. The promise of forgiveness of sin. The promise of righteousness, the promise of the glory, the promise of prosperity, the promise of healing, the promise of divine help, the promise of a place in heaven, the promise of the life of God, the thing that God has made available to his children. There are many, many, so many, his divine protection, supernatural supplies, deliverance from the hands of of our enemies. All of these are promises of God. When you get to know them, they strengthen your faith. They give you comfort. They empower you to live the life you are supposed to live. But most of us don't even know half of them. Sorry, 10%. 10% of 3,000 what? 300. So if I ask you to write 300 promises that you have from God. Pick your pens and the papers. Let's go to example. 300 promises that you know God has given you. So, you realize that that means that if, three, let's say 3,000 is the fullness of faith, faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So, the word of God is reports faith. So, the word of his promise, the word of his grace is equal to our possessions, right? And now, you only know 10% of the word of his grace as 10% of the faith. So, it means that there's about 90% of faith you have not yet actualized. So all the complaints you are complaining that is as though me, I'm not seeing some miracles. Maybe it was not, it was not part of the ten. Maybe the ten is what you are enjoying, and you are seeing that God is helping you give you some ten cities every now and then. Uh, and then maybe that five thousand is actually part of the ninety, <laughs> but you have been staying with the ten. So you are complaining that it's as though some things are not happening to you. Have you not ventured a bit more into them, the other ninety percent parts? Maybe what you are looking for is over there. In fact, actually, what you are looking for is over there. Second Corinthians chapter one verse twenty said, "All the promises of God in Him." Oh, Hallelujah! Sunday I'm going to trust God to talk about it. In Him are ye and Amen. Ye and Amen. They are finished. 
all the promises, every one of them in Christ. It's a finished matter. It's a settled matter. They are yes and they are amen. Anyway, let me come back. Uh, we are talking about growing in grace to possess our possessions. So I'm laying this foundation and telling you that every oh dear Jesus, Marono God has a lot in store for me. How can I enter into these things? How can I possess these things? That should become your question. So how? And I've told you that it's accessible by what? By what? No, by grace. Today I've not even mentioned it. By grace. Listen to the points. Listen to the points. Is you are not looking out for points, so you are not hearing me. Glory to Jesus. So all the possessions, they are accessible by what? Grace. And I shared with you Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commend you unto the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. So you get it? So it's the word of grace that gives you an inheritance. So be accessible by the grace of God. Are we understanding? Last week I shared with you that, you see, the problem of Christians is this 90% I'm talking about. He said, for lack of what? Knowledge, my people perish. So is it because of Satan that the people of God are perishing? Lack of knowledge. So the problem of God's children is not Satan or demons or witches or family wizards. No, it is you don't know. You don't know that you are free. So every time you be dreaming, you see cows chasing you. Or you see chicken chasing you. And then you start a program, cow and chicken show. I watch too much cartoon and chicken, all right? <laughs> I'm sure all of you have forgotten. I've taken you down memory lane. Cow and chicken show. Uh, they were introducing us to Satan in, the, in those cartoons. My God. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, you need to know the problem is not even sin. Oh, yes. It should be called a sanctification. Uh, no. The biggest problem of the child of God is a knowledge problem. For lack of knowledge, my people perish. It's not even sin. Oh, it's because of my fornication. So, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't know that. It's not a problem. Oh, that does not mean, oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, my fornication is, oh, hallelujah. No, no, no. We are very bad business of that. <laughs> amen and amen. Praise the Lord. But I'm just trying to let you know what to bring you out of that fornication. Bring you out of that sin, bring you out of that uh, pride, bring you out of that l- habit of constant lying. Everybody sin is okay. Some people have similar sins, but <laughs> everybody may have one struggle or the other. Praise the Lord. But all of us, we have one answer that will bring us out of every one of them is the word of God knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Is that Man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What's that? Knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Not the knowledge from books or from your textbooks or the wisdom that is taught by men or natural knowledge. We are talking about supernatural knowledge. Revelation knowledge. Knowledge that comes through the light of the scriptures shining into our hearts, giving us an identity in Christ, bringing us an awareness, understanding of the thoughts of God. Oh, he said, my thoughts are above your thoughts. My ways are above your ways. 
David enjoyed a lot of grace and glory. Why? Because he had access to the thoughts of God. He said, your thoughts that come to me, there are so many. He had access to the thoughts of God. He, he will be lying down and he will be weeping and crying. Why? Because God's mind will be revealed in his spirits. That's why he could have a vision. He was the one that said, the Lord spoke to my Lord. He saw a vision of Jesus and he saw a vision of the Trinity in heaven. Where God was speaking to God. David was very special, not because he lived a holy life. If I ask yourself, what caused David to stand out so uniquely among the people of his time? It's because David had insight to revelations. If you read the writings and the Psalms of David, David spoke a lot even about the New Testament and about the church era. Look at the prayers of David. David could, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Ay, 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 ay. I shall know. This is how Christians pray. You know, we, we say, Lord, be my shepherd. Oh, no, no, no. Christian doesn't pray that kind of prayer. Because a Christian, you already know that the Lord is your shepherd. So, there are some prayers that we should not pray. Why? Because they are already done. And so, what we should do when we are praying in that direction is actually to make confessions and declarations in alignment with what has been done. So, for instance, let's say, oh, you are sick. And say, oh, Lord, heal me. Heal me. The Bible says, by stripes, we are healed. Even Even the scripture will laugh at you. You know why? Because the scripture says you are healed. And you are saying, heal me. Does that make sense? Yeah, like maybe Christian will pray that way. It's fine. As you are growing up, you don't say healing. You don't say, Lord, heal me. Say, Lord, I receive my healing. Healing is mine. Yo, yo, you see, one of the ways you can know whether you are growing as a Christian is in your words. Your, do your words change? Your mouth reveals your level. Your mouth reveals your level. Yeah, I'm afraid though that I know which class you are in. Bless you. We'll bring you diapers. Because you definitely poo on yourself. Glory to Jesus Christ. But when you say, I'm bold as a lion. I know where you are. I'm bold as a lion. All things are mine. You may not be having anything in your pocket, but all things are mine. And you're full of joy. After joy, things are working together for my good. You just had an accident. You just lost something. See, all things are working together for my good. All things. You mean that you are at a higher class? You are at a higher class. Lord, deliver me, deliver me, deliver me. I know that class. See, who are you, devil? Out of this place. I know that class. I know your class. Glory to Jesus Christ. Now, what took us here? Where, where was I? Glory to Jesus. So, it's a knowledge problem. Tell someone it's a knowledge problem. Therefore, if you want to walk out on the devil, know more. Get to know more. Christianity is more exciting for those who know. Christianity is more exciting for those who know. Your life is always full of complaints. Today is my head. Today is tomorrow is my nose. The next day is my teeth. Every day there's one problem you are complaining or the other. You are in a lower class. You are, you are refusing to upgrade. You don't want to, you don't want to move to another class. You don't want to move to another class. Oh dear. Do you know where you, that you can get to a place where you are always living a life of wealth, strength, and peace? Wealth, health, peace. Everything is working for your good. Do you know you can get into such a place? 
where nothing can go wrong in your life. If something looks like it's going wrong, it's actually working together for your good. You can have a, a life. Did you know that the life of a Christian is supposed to be upwards and forwards only, constantly? Did you know you can have such a life? Did you know? You can have a life where you can wake up every morning and you are not afraid of anything that's going to happen. You know only good things will happen to you. Do you know you can live such a life? But the path of the just is like the shining light that shines brighter. Hallelujah. He said the path of the just. Who is the just? The righteous person. In Christ you are righteous. So he's talking about you. The path of the just is like the shining light that shines more and more. Not more and less, more and less. No, more and more. Oh, gosh. Second Corinthians 3.18 said, as we behold with an open face, as in the glass, the glory of God, we are changed into the same image from what? Glory to glory. Every evidence in the scriptures about the Christian life is about an advancement in glory. An ever-increasing light. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. The Gentiles shall come to thy light. Kings, the hallelujah. Kings, first start to the Gentiles. Ordinary people come to your light. But as you keep growing and walking in the light, now the kings, <laughs> greater people begin to come to the brightness of your dawn, of your shining. So you may start at a certain level. Keep going deeper. Don't stop where you are. Keep going deeper. Be more consistent. Keep building yourself in the word of faith. Keep building yourself in the word of faith. Keep working on yourself. Going into the scriptures. Listening to messages. Uh, making confessions of faith. Uh, oh, ragaso prohoshtia. Building capacity. Building capacity. Today, your faith will begin to take a uh, hundred Ghana miracles. Uh, don't worry. Keep building. Keep building. Soon you move to 500 cities. Uh, keep building. There's more ahead of you. Before you realize uh, your faith is absorbing thousands. Uh, before you realize uh, the miracles Miracles are 5,000 level of miracles. Before you realize, uh, you are entering into that dimension where you are not just receiving money. You are receiving possessions. <laughs> Before you realize, you have your own house. You have your cars. You have a business. Why? Everything is a product of what is working inside. Listen to me. The Bible says that for God is able to do what? Exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can want ask or even imagine so if you can pray about it god says i can do more than you can pray if you can think it god says i can do more than you can think but the last part is what hits me so strong according to the power that does what works in you so what you is in your hand is a product of what is working in you so if what is working in you can grow what comes into your hands will also grow. <laughs> Glory to you. I hope that I've not left some people behind in today's class. If what is working in you, if the power can grow in you, oh, glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Listen, the, the words I'm, I'm sharing you, you say, I'm, I'm just, it's just pouring out of my spirit because this, I'm, I've meditated on this over and over again. And I've seen them, and I've seen them work. It will amaze you that the word of God can push sickness out of your body. 
The word of God can push poverty out of your life. The word of God can change the circumstances of your life. He said, as we behold us in a glass, that glass is, the, is, is, is actually, the word should be mirror. In fact, it's like a beholding a reflection. What do you see in, 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 in a mirror? You see an image, the image of what is shining into the mirror. He said, as we look, what is shining there? In the image, you are seeing the glory. It tells us what that image is. The glory of God as in a glass. So as you keep looking, you are being changed. You are being changed. That word is metamorphosed. Oh, hallelujah. That means that you may start. Did you know that every butterfly wants to be like a maggot? Did you know that? Every butterfly with all the beautiful colorations on its wings, it wants to look like a maggot. But it went through a process called metamorphosis. Somebody is not understanding me. So today you look like you are nobody. But allow the word of God to work on you. Tomorrow about this time, people will see you and say that you are a billionaire. Oh, you came from a site. Oh, don't worry. Tomorrow about this time, people will see you and say, ah, you went to international school. Why? You are being changed. You are moving in glory. Growing in glory. It will make you. Meaning the word of God is what changed my finances. The word of God changed my finances. The word of God is changing my body. I'm being metamorphosed. It's me, I'm being, I'm, I'm, and I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm still working. I said, I'm still working. I said, I'm still working. Working the word. Oh, glory to Jesus Christ. You can change your life. Many people have been caught in their mistake of waiting for another person to change their life. But if you think your dress is dirty, why are you waiting for somebody else to come and change for you? Why don't you go and work and change yourself? So you can take hold. The messages that I teach actually are messages that, tell, that help you to take hold of your life as a Christian. You can change your situations. Don't think that anybody had silver spoon in their mouth. No. We have responsible people who said, I will not practice irresponsible faith. I'll practice responsible faith and take charge of the outcomes of my life. By following what the word of God is saying. Somebody celebrate Jesus. So all these things that I'm saying. They are accessible by grace. By the grace of God. Now Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Gives us a lot of insights. He said if by one man's offense. Death reigned. Now that was the problem of humanity. The Bible said God told Adam. That. This tree, do not eat of it. On the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. So it means that the end of his disobedience and of his sin should be death. So everything that came after, as a result of the disobedience of man, is all under death. So the poverty is a manifestation of death. You know poverty can kill you. Oh no, let's be serious here. You can you be get hungry before you realize you have ulcer. You understand me? Because of poverty, you can decide to go and steal before you realize somebody has shot you. Do you know that there are some sicknesses that are for the poor? So poverty can kill. Sickness can kill. Wars can kill. Bad weather conditions can kill. So all of them were the product of the sin of man. 
to death. And so that's what he's telling us over here in Romans 5 17. He said, If for by one man's offense, that's Adam's offense, death reigned through that one. Why? Because we all came from that one man, Adam. So the death that he, he inherited, now it was reigning. Yes. That meant it gives, it gives an identity and a personality to death. So death is like an overlord. So anybody who comes in, no wonder when babies come into the world, they are crying because death is saying, ah, you are mine. <laughs> Glory to Jesus Christ. Yeah, because when, as soon as you enter the world, death is laughing. So these are another candidates. So anybody who is born is actually born uh, as a citizen of death, as a property of death. So some will die when they are born. Some will even before they are born, death has carried them. Some die at one year, so some die at five. Some die at 10. Some die at 15. Some die at 25. Some die at 30. If all of them, death is just taking stock, being card. You know what being card is? It's like, so when we were born, we were born into the warehouse of death. So the birth, uh, oh, ah. Five hundred, I can't, I can't, I can't ten thousand. Okay, <laughs> it's not my balance sheet. Then they balance it. There's a lot. And when they come, to this, they are not dying now. Then they start sending <laughs> to go and kill them. Is that's why we pray? No, I'm telling you the truth. That's why we pray so that we exempt ourselves from the influences of death. Then you go in night fire because death is reigning. That through one man's offense, death reigned. Halash. Death reigned. It reigned through various means. So, in a place when they say, no, 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 then let's send suicide bombers because we need more people to die from that area so that we can balance the thing. And then, oh, when they say, it's not working, uh, uh, this another place where suicide bombers cannot come easily, then they'll say, that, oh, let us send Hurricane Katrina. The devil is killing. So death reigned through that one. Now, this is the blessing of Christianity over there. Even as death reigned through one, it's a much more. Somebody shout much more. So no matter the influence of death, there's a much more waiting. There's a much more available. Much more. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Those who received what? Abundance of grace. So, yeah, that means that the much more is available to those who receive grace. So, I said it's accessible by what? Grace. Who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, they shall what? Reign. So, just like you see the first part, he described the reign of death. But now, for oh my God, those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they go so fresh than and I Death does not reign over this one. They take over. They begin to reign. They begin to reign. Say, I'm reigning. This is our life. I'm reigning. You are sitting in a car and the car seems like it's about to. Hey, don't shout me. Say, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. This car cannot have an accident. I'm reigning. Listen to me. When we are able to work out the power of life, he said we shall reign in life. I'm telling you, we will walk through fire and our skin will not be bent. He showed it to us in the Bible. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, Bashata. The Bible said the finish was increased seven times. Oh, even those who went to catch them, when they were throwing them in the heat at the entrance, oh, kill 
bound all of them, but this one's entered Halabashantaya, bound hands and feet. Yet, when Nebuchadnezzar lifted up his eyes, he called his chiefs. He said, Hey, chief of this province, chief of province A, chief of province B, you guys come close to me. Did we not put some three boys tied hand and leg in there? Did we not cast them into the fire? They say, Oh, can live forever. We saw indeed that we we're throwing them in there. He called another set of chiefs. I, I, I don't know. I know I'm not yet crazy. <laughs> but did we not throw those three boys in there? They two came shaking and said, Okay, oh, live forever. They were those three stubborn squad. But why is it that I see in the fire? Oh, four people standing, celebrating, celebrating and dancing in the fire. And the fourth one is like the Son of God. Then he shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, come out. They threw in tight hands. But you are walking out. You are walking out. You are walking out. They thought you were dead. They thought they were burying you. But they did not know that you were seed. You are growing out. You are manifesting. You are germinating. That is the power of life at work in you. We are the children of God. We are royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. The circumstances around us. They are not what ordinary people go through. What kills others will not kill us. What destroys others cannot destroy us. We are royal priesthood. We operate by a different set of rules. I know who I am. I am a child of God. Life is at work in me. Oh, for the enemy came not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have functioned in abundance of life. That is who I am. Glory to God. Give the Lord a shout. Celebrate him here. Celebrate him here. Celebrate him here. Glory to God. That is who we are. That is who we are. Look, never be afraid of circumstances. I am God has proved beyond measure that he's more than able to deliver. He's more than able to heal. He's more than able to change the circumstances that we are in. And all of that, he made it available by grace. Did that receive? So what is your job here? Receive. Simple. Receive Lambano, accept it. Accept it. Give me the new uh, amplified version of that verse. Let me close with this. There's still so much more to share. What is even grace? So, for if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, give me amplified, please. So, so that 17, 17, please. Glory to Jesus Christ. Romans 5 17, amplified version. Hallelujah. So if because of one man's trespass is the last offense, death reigned through that one, much more surely, oh dear, will those, yeah, those who receive God's overflowing grace or merited favor and the free gift of righteousness. You know, the classified makes it a big, gen- a big is a big general is over there. Let me read to you from the uh, normal amplified version. It says that, therefore, I do not treat, no, no, I'm taking you further than I wanted to. Oh, glory. Listen to this. It said, for if because one man's trespass, love's offense, death reigned through that one, 
much more surely would those who receive caused overflowing unmerited favor and the free gift of righteousness putting them into right standing with himself reign as kings in life through that one man you see you can live a life where you are reigning you know a life where every time you are sorrowful and you are free you have been called to reign you have been called to reign you have been called to be victorious but this is the question will you accept that call will you accept that kind of life are you bold enough to say that god is true and my circumstances are a lie are you bold to accept that this is who i am and to laugh at the devil in the face and walk out on him what happened to my mother will not happen to me what is in my family I'm, i belong to the family of god i'm part of the people of god there is a different principle working in me it is a principle of life it is the power of life at work in me look that breaks bondages it breaks bondages changes levels this is who we are we have been called to possess possessions and as we grow in grace the word of his grace there's an inheritance for us there's a place for us we will reign we will reign we will reign somebody jump to your feet and shout i'm reigning i can't tell you scream i'm reigning say i'm a king say i will never beg in life say i'll never beg in life say i'm an eagle i'm not a chicken say i fly higher i soar higher in the clouds in the heavens say i am not a terrestrial being say i'm a heavenly being say i belong to the celestial class i belong to the heavenly class say i refuse to die say the principle of death will not work in my life through sicknesses poverty infirmities weakness fears and all kinds of negativities so i was born by the life of god therefore i reign in the realm of life say i am a kid and i win everywhere i win everywhere lift up your voice begin to pray in the spirit right now begin to pray in the spirit right now and make declarations and affirmations and confirmations of who you are i will never be disappointed have you been told that you are going to die? You cannot die. Have you been told that you are cursed? Oh, I have received all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. All things are working together for my good. I belong to them who are peculiar people. And as I grow in grace, I possess my possessions. Riba Come on, you have two minutes. Build up yourself on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. All things are possible. All things are possible. Oh, see possibility. See possibility. See possibility. The language of the spirit is the language of our kingdom, is the language of God. Speak the language of God. Speak the language of heaven. Speak the dialect of heaven. Shaka da brada ya. 
Lift up your hands and pray in the spirit. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Pray in the spirit. Oh glory. Oh glory. Oh glory. Glory, we are mounting up on wings as eagles. We are mounting up on wings as eagles. Rabba Shataya, Mendoza Kosiata, Riba Sotata. The situations that have been against us, we are turning around for us. The situations that have been against us, we are turning around for us. We have the advantage. We have the advantage. We have the advantage. We have the advantage in our workplaces. In our communities, in our schools, in every endeavor, we have the advantage. We have the advantage. We have the advantage. We have the advantage. Oh, glory. Rama Shataya. Mandelebe Kusata. Riba Zobra Dikata. Rebelebe Kusabrinde Kata. Riba Zobra Dikata. Come on, build yourself up. Build yourself up. You are in charge. You are superpower. Build yourself up. Reba Shatalabaya. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Andalabakataya. Andalabakushataya. Reba Kotaya. Yes. You are beating every target. You are breaking the target in your business. Every target that you are setting up, you are exceeding that target. Your finances, you are exceeding that target. In your education, you are exceeding targets. A record breaker and a record setter. You are the best among them. And Daniel and his friends were found ten times better. Ten times better. Ten times better. It has no matter the circumstances. It has no matter the situation. You are better. You are better. You are on the winning side. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Rabba Shatalabaya. Rebo Shibalabahasa. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and pray in the spirit one more time. We give you glory. Just celebrate the Lord. Give him worship now. Give him worship now. Oh, how we love you, Lord. Oh, brother, Baba myself. I am your son. Lift up your hands. Celebrate the Lord. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. I brought myself. Hallelujah. I am the sacrifice. Oh, I am more than a song. Come on. Today, Today I brought myself. Oh, uh-huh. 
praise the Lord. Not 9.30 a.m. or 10 a.m. But 8.30 a.m. Make sure you are here on time. <clears throat> when you come on time, do you know what you are telling the Lord? You respect his presence. Some of us, if you are going to our workplace and we are one minute late, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are even prepared our lie in our mind that we are going to lie to the, 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 our boys. That, oh, traffic. But you are living across the road. Which traffic is it? Amen and amen. Oh, you didn't get me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But when you come to the house of God, oh, 8.30, that's the time you are doing waking up. And something you are, somebody is calling you and you are intentionally missing the call. Please, we love the Lord. So let us pray. It's to Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Okay, some of you have become a ritualist. Okay, this Sunday, I'm looking forward to seeing you early. Early. Praise the Lord. Some of you are also always waiting for the bus. Please make the bus ready. Even if you are inviting a soul, let the soul sit in the bus and you come. Praise the Lord. So don't always wait for the bus. If you realize that because of the bus you are getting it, come ahead of the bus. Come ahead of the bus. Are you ready? So to this uh, special call, I want to call every one of us. Sunday, everybody. Priscilla, I want to see your soul. Amen. Debbie, I want to see your soul. Alice, I want to see your soul. Isabel, I want to see your soul. Isabel, Patrick, yes, bring your soul. Do that. Your capacity is more. Praise the Lord. Bring more. Amen and amen. Ashley, I want to see your soul. Aggie, I've got to see you so. Amen. Now, don't go and bring your obituary and say that he said I should bring my soul, so I'm going to bring myself. This is my soul. No, amen. Forget about it. <laughs> Somebody you are bringing to church. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to see you. So Sunday. 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 On Sunday. Bring somebody to church. Amen. Sunday on Sunday. Bring somebody for Sunday service. <laughs> Praise God. So I want to see you. So don't go and bring your wife and say you have brought your soul. No. Your wife is already a member. So both of you should come with individual people. Amen. Rebecca, don't bow your head. I want to see somebody from your quarters. Christiana. Later, praise the Lord. By the time I finish, I'm bringing everybody's name. Amen. But please, everybody come with somebody. Give a clap of praise to Jesus. All right. So, on Thursday, we'll be having our micro churches. So, if you are not in a micro church, please get into a micro church. It's always a blessing. Now, those who will be meeting on Saturday, I've instructed that you move your meeting to Friday. So, call your members and then tell them that our micro church will be on Friday instead. Because on Saturday, have a special time with the women. And so I don't want the micro church to hinder that program. Praise the Lord. So women only prophetic that day. It's going to be very, very powerful. Momentum is picking up. Now I want to make a special okay. Yeah, special call. If you think you have a business, amen. In fact, this one is especially for those who have been partnering with me in the women's program, which is known as uh, CWN, uh, Covered Women Network. Uh, if you have a product you want to exhibit, Making, we'll be creating a room for that. So, yeah, somebody like that, I want you to have some products you want to try to exhibit them and try God as some, you make some sales on that day. Uh, please, I want you to see maybe Pastor Esther or, uh, yeah, maybe Pastor Esther or any of the lady, uh, the lady leaders, amen. So, help the women to know what uh, it's all about. So, Saturday is going to be very powerful, very, very powerful. And on Sunday evening, it's going to be a special testimony service. Yeah, Sunday is a lot of powerful things. So testimony night. Now the Lord instructed us that every quarter, 
as I yes, only yesterday or today, when I saw the testimonies schedule, the number of recorded testimonies from January to now is 204 testimonies. 204 testimonies. I think the point to celebrate the Lord. Over 100 pages of testimonies. Hasn't God been good? Yes. And so we are going to take the ones from this quarter, from July, August, and September. We'll be celebrating God. So if you, God has done something for you. Not, many of you don't even record your testimonies, but you need to celebrate God with your testimony. So we're taking live testimonies. If God has done for you something for you, you have had an encounter, please write your name. Don't miss testimony times are time for you to multiply your own testimony. So, so if you don't share your testimony to bring glory to God, you are limiting the manifestations. Take it from me. I'm your pastor. Amen and amen. So write your name. Write your name. Uh, lady Pastor Sophia, Lady Pastor Esther, write your name with uh, the leaders. Say that I want to bless God on that day. So testimony night is going to happen this Sunday, 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Come with your white handkerchief because we'll be celebrating God. We'll be celebrating God for all that he has done. And come with your faith because any testimony that is read, that is you watch on video that somebody shares, we can tap into it. We can tap into it. Amen and amen. The Lord bless you. I said the Lord bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezeropronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.